When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. It is that time, folks. It's time to talk about money. It's time to hit my headphones on the microphone. You know, every time I do that, if if I'm a little close, I smack right into the microphone. Hey, everybody, I'm Don. That's Tom. We're here to talk about, well, we're here to talk about investing, saving, spending money, dealing with it. And it's really easy to get your questions answered. You just call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And even though we're doing this show live on Easter weekend, we're here for you. We don't take yeah, we it are. off. I yeah, no, I'm not at you, all. Though, I mean, Yeah. Florida's nuts right now. Florida is nuts. Oh, everybody's there. It's full of people. I went to Chick-fil-A today. Three-hour wait? Two-hour wait? No, I don't go to the drive-thru. I put in my order. Ah. I I have them bring it out. Until I'm immune, I'm not going back in. Until I've had my second shot in two weeks, I'm not. I'm just not. I've made it this far. I am not taking any chances. I pulled up today, and there was not a parking space available they were directing traffic into multiple drive-through lanes where they had employees out they block everything was blocked up it was packed to the gills there was heavy traffic on all the roads they're packed what are you people doing can i make a suggestion you can make and i think i have this right you could probably make a chicken sandwich at home Probably. Yeah, but I don't have yeah. the, the ability to, um, to pressure, to high, oh, I don't have my pressure cooker. That's not here. Oh. You know, I got a okay. high, you got to high pressure fry that stuff for it to really be. That's true. You know? That's true. Plus it's the secret sauce, the recipe. The, well, that's just a little pickle juice and sugar, my plus, friend. Plus, let easy. me tell you the other thing. I don't have to clean up the kitchen when I go to Chick-fil-A. Well, there is that. It's uh-huh. delicious. Uh-huh. It's quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. And okay. the price, yeah. come on. Seven bucks for a nuggets meal? I can't do that. It would take me. It would take me twenty. Hello. When you say it that way, it sounds like you're twelve years old. No, I'm sixty some odd years old, and I, I don't know, want to do it. When you say the nuggets, when you say the nuggets meal, it makes me think of my kids. Not the kids okay. meal. I didn't say the kids All meal. Right. My wife. That's how it sounded. My wife gets the kids meal. She's that frugal. Right. She looks at the prices. She goes, her. "I'm not paying seven dollars for nuggets. I'm getting the kids no. meal, and $4. I get and I get an ice cream." So anyway, hi, welcome to the program. I'm Don, that's Tom. I think I said that. 855-935-TALK is our number, and we're here to talk about how you can live your life better through the miracle of modern money science. And yeah, science and most people, there is a science. Most people also get a lot of bad messages about this. They're out there regularly. First quarter, great indication about sort of getting rich quick, right? Whether it was uh, NFTs, whether it was lean hogs or... GameStop or AMC, there are a lot of messages about their Bitcoin. The message is you're not doing well enough. You're not doing well enough quickly enough. Well, yeah, everybody knows that that the competition to become the next Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates 
our Elon Musk is still open. We could win. You have to work really hard yeah. to do to. And do you that. notice so, that none of them made their fortune betting, gambling, no. playing the market. Not I one think they of started them. companies and the company worked out pretty well. They went to the public you markets. Know, it's funny, and got even, a lot of money. even the hedge fund managers, the big hedge fund managers, didn't make their money gambling on their big hedge fund. They made it getting you guys to gamble on their hedge funds, and they just take big fat fees. Don't get me going. But, you know, our friends at The Motley Fool have rescued us with a nice piece about all this, and they're suggesting a few things when it comes to keeping it simple, keeping it long-term. One of them is don't trade as much, which people have sort of got caught up in trading. Oh, wait, wait, I have a better idea. Yeah. Don't trade at all. There we go. Oh, there's that. They also mentioned, I I think, don't sweat P.E. ratios. They're not talking about the physical education ratio either here. Price earnings. Okay. Wait, I have. I don't a, think you wait, should. Wait, wait, wait. I have a better yeah. suggestion. You in the back? Ignore the PE ratios. Who cares? Completely. Yeah. All right. They Am I doing better you're than two that? two for two. I'm you're doing, doing two for that. two so okay. far. You might. Yeah, we'll see how you do on the egg roll later. Uh, think of your portfolio as a whole, which is something most people do not do, but definitely should. Yeah, but I read their article. They weren't really talking about portfolios the way we are. They're talking about portfolios of individual stocks like Nvidia. Yeah, and which makes me makes me laugh when they say don't bother trying to time the market. And then at the bottom of the article, they sort of blow all their advice away when they say the 10 stocks that could be the biggest winners of the stock market crash. Now, if you're telling people that a stock market crash is coming, what are you telling them to do? Time the market. Get yeah, out I of get the market. That one, right? I mean, Absolutely. Oh, you're wow, doing like really three well. for three or something. I mean, why in the world would you write this pretty good article that tells you, you know, don't no, be no, so no. quick? Excuse me. It was a pretty good headline. Yeah. It was a the good headline, headline was phenomenal. That's <laughs> true. The article, yeah, because PE ratios, nothing to consider. Oh, and then can I read this final line? Oh, please let me please read this do. final line. When investing geniuses David and Tom Gardner have an investing tip, it can pay to listen. After all, the newsletter they've run for a decade has quadrupled the market. How come their mutual fund hasn't even matched the market? You mean they got a newsletter that does better than their mutual fund? I wonder why that is. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We are trying to help you find the right path to the best possible future in the uh, shortest period of time, at the lowest fees, with the fewest problems, and the least confusion. That is a lot of stuff we're trying to help people with. While not getting emotionally caught up in your decisions. Well, that was good, too. I like that. Thanks for, thanks for throwing that in. 855-935-TALK. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. And Bob, welcome to the show. Hi, Bob. Hi there, Don. How you doing? Good, good, good. What's up, sir? I want you to take a look at my mishmash. Oh, your hodgepodge, huh? I have, yeah, I got it all in uh, E-Trade. And in that E-Trade, I got seven... Uh, Vanguards, two straight stocks, and two 
annuities. Okay. What do you think? I one. Let me start with this one. Uh, Yeah, in a minute, maybe. First, I want to start with why do you have the two stocks? I was just playing around one day with the figure. I'd see how it works with uh, how fast it builds up or goes in the toilet, and I still have them. Yeah, I mean, I I could leave the stocks because I know that they're very volatile, and it's impossible to know when they're going to have good times or bad times, and. Yeah, you know, it's more like, as you almost said, it's almost like gambling. Well, and you know, we can go back and look yeah. at periods of time where you, where Bob, you would have owned certain stocks and not you made know. money in a time of great market run-up. The S and P five hundred, for example, in the nineties, making over fourteen percent a year, and one quarter of the stocks in the index lost money in that period of time. So that's why we don't make bets on individual stocks. Yeah. I don't know right. that. I mean, well, one is, that we can go through all the all the funds you own. Yeah. One is Again, Peter Filler uh, and two is Verizon. Yeah. Uh, again, I would not. I wouldn't own individual stocks. I can't tell you what a sto- an individual. I can't tell you what anything's going to do in the future, at all, Bob. Can't tell you. Um, if you have a variety of funds, though, and they're small cap, value, international, large cap, you've got a mix with the Vanguard thing. Then you know that's fine. But I, I the thing that sticks out to me is. is the stock component. I just don't see the reason to have those. The annuities, they may make sense. But again, in the confines of this show, to go through the whole portfolio with you and try to rebuild it, that's one of the reasons why we we invite people to sit down with one of our advisors and kind of go through this stuff because it could take take more than the whole hour, literally, to go through the property. Yeah, we actually... We actually take those and put them into the software and tell you how diversified you are, how much risk you're taking, and how much you're paying others. If your money's at Vanguard, you're probably not paying others very much. That part's That's good. That's good. Yes, we like but that. Most but most people are not as diversified as they should be generally. Yeah, we find that people have, for, for example, in their mutual fund portfolios, they have a lot of duplication. They may have a, 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 a growth fund and an S&P 500 fund large cap growth fund and an S&P 500 fund, which means they basically have the same fund twice. Uh, they'll have active management mixed with index funds, or they'll have all active funds. And at Vanguard, even, you could have all active funds. So, Bob, the the, the de-hodgepodgery could take some real serious time. And you can go to vestry.com and contact us, and we'll be glad to look at that portfolio. We give you the free hour to sort of yep. give you a shot at no where you are. Pitch. No period. No, no period. obligation. Yep. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. And Glenn is up next. Hi, Glenn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I'm a school teacher in Washington State, and I'm with the Department of... I have my retirement in the Washington State Retirement Program. And um, my school district offered an advisor that would sit down and talk to us, I thought, in general terms, like saying, hey, uh, this will I'll tell you about how long you have to go until you retire. So in good faith, I got on the phone with this folks, and basically what they did was they tried to talk me into, my wife and I are both teachers, into once we into retire, even before, into an annuity, mm-hmm. not just a little really? bit, cash the whole thing out, <sighs> put it all into an annuity. And we, and wait, your, my school, wife and your I, school district recommended that? Oh, this happens, you know, sure. It, yeah, well, I, as far as I understand, this, this person I talked to was sort of the 
the go-between between all these insurance companies and these are vendors. And so they've been supposedly, quote unquote, approved by our district and by the state of Washington to do this. Yeah. But I had no idea that I was walking into a bear trap when I started talking to these folks. And they basically gave me no option except annuities. In fact, they spent a vast amount of time basically saying the, the Department of Retirement is a gamble. It's in the stock market. You're not going to be you're, you're taking a gamble. You're too risky. Get out of it. Put all your money in annuities. And mm-hmm. anyway, this is unconscionable. I just want to come right out and say to your school district that this is unconscionable. Every single school board member and school executive should be ashamed of themselves. And the likelihood is, the likelihood is, and I don't know this for a fact, which means I have to say likelihood, is that somebody's getting something in return for this recommendation. There is some sort of a kickback, whether it's golf outings or dinners or a little cash under the table. I don't know, but I'm telling you, there's something untoward here. Your school district is, it, their, their advice is reprehensible. It is horrible. No insurance product should ever, ever be sold to a teacher. And yet it is the norm among school districts. And by the way, it's the norm according to your union because they get kickbacks. For selling, we've seen the, that the National yeah. Education Association has relationships with insurance companies through which they actually get money for selling this garbage to these teachers. I am horribly appalled. I would keep doing what you're doing and ignore this idiot. Yeah. So, I mean, here's what I would do because oh. you're right. I, there's no reason ever to roll, by the way, a <laughs> retirement savings into a qualified uh, uh, amount into an annuity that you should, everybody should walk away from that. Number two, if depending on which program you're in purse two or three, whatever, there's some, there's some things to know about all that very importantly. And you can get that advice independently without paying anything. There's all kinds of advisors that were not selling annuities who will take an hour to an hour and a half to look at your situation. There are even, I mean, you could go to a Vanguard, you could go to a Fidelity. You're going to get much better advice from any of these people than from some insurance agent who is trying to generate a, and let me tell you, it is a huge, huge commission that that insurance person, person would have received if they had gotten you to do this. Thank you for being so much smarter than your school district. Oh. Your instincts are correct here, and again... We hear about this regularly. It, it, it's hard to believe it still exists, these relationships where people can walk in the door and be the trusted advisor and make a lot of money selling a lousy product. There is somebody in management, the superintendent, assistant superintendent, school board members who listen to this show. Do you folks realize what a horrible disservice you're doing to your teachers? Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now that he's calmed down again, ladies and gentlemen, he took a pill for this. He's taking a deep swallow. He'll be taken back to his ward after the show and reshackled to the wall. Thank goodness my studio is padded. That's all I can yeah, say. 
See, they got padding. There's padding right there. You do have padding, yeah. Because this just, this truly, truly infuriates me. It, I, I'm not putting on. This is one of the things that angers me the most. And by the way, oh, hospitals, you're not out of the woods either. You're also a bunch of idiots for allowing the annuity guys to come and sit in the cafeteria and sell your employees some really horrible annuity products. No annuity product belongs in a qualified retirement plan, period, period. exclamation point, yeah. ever, because it's it, it's more expensive than a comparable mutual fund product would be, and it doesn't add any tax deferral. You, you already have the tax deferral. I mean, basically what you're doing is you're giving them the money they invested in stocks and bonds. Mm. Oh, in, in and the case of fixed you, annuities, yeah. Right. They and then they just pay you less. And then of course I, some of them sell no variable sense. annuities where they yeah. put your money in a mutual fund and just charge you three times the fees. Because you just make too much money as an educator. That must be it. It's, it's always it's always look out for your insurance agent month, isn't it? Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Hey Greg, welcome to the show. Yes. Yes, thank Hi, you. Hi Greg, what's up? Uh, happy Easter, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I'll give you a little background first. I'm a 71-year-old, dedicated retiree, retired military. So retired military and Social Security are our mainstay, but it's adequate to cover all of our cost of living, including the mortgage. Although if I predecease my wife, survivor benefit goes down to 55% of that military pension. The only indebtedness that we have right now is mortgage and a loan policy, loan against a life insurance policy. Um, I think we're in pretty decent shape with uh, a 401k rollover I have and then some assorted uh, IRAs, traditional and Roth, for my wife and I. And I consider myself to be, even though I haven't taken your... Uh, uh, profile test, I consider myself to be kind of moderate aggressive to aggressive tolerance level. Okay. Um, therefore, I'm probably at about a little less than 15%, excuse me, a little less than 15% in bonds, uh, and I maybe carry about a 5% cash. Um, and last year, about this time, I know I shouldn't be gambling. I learned that lesson a long time ago. But uh, I also kind of follow the adage of Fiona Gamble on a sure thing. And I looked at uh, Berkshire Hathaway when they dropped like 20%. Uh, that's kind of a oh, sure thing. Oh, in March. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I wouldn't so even I call Berkshire a sure thing, but it's more like a mutual I, fund I than it is an individual stock. So that's better because it is more like a mutual fund. So what's your question? It's kind of my thought, too. Well, First off, I, I did put about, uh, oh, maybe a, a 20% of my rollover into Berkshire at that time. So I think right now, I'm just kind of looking for positive reinforcement on that, that I should take my 40% plus return on that and transfer it then into something more like a Vanguard 500 index. Well, we're always going to uh, say that. And, and by the way, even Warren Buffett is going to admit that if you corner him, because he's admitted that the future will not be as bright for Berkshire as, as the past has been. 
uh, due to a number of factors, one of which, of course, is that he's getting kind of old. He won't be running this that much longer. Uh, number two is he admits there's an element of luck to the way they picked the right stocks and ran the right companies and created profits that were larger than other companies. So it worked out very well for Berkshire Hathaway. And I think if you just bought the, the Vanguard large value fund over the last 15 years, you made more than being in Berkshire Hathaway anyway, at probably less risk because you own a lot more securities than he does. So yeah, I would take my winnings. I would, I would, if value is what you want to invest in, make up that part of your portfolio. I'd own the Vanguard Value Fund. They is a well, large they, yeah, U.S. They, firms. Yeah, they have a value index fund. They have a small cap value index. If you're a little more aggressive, which for a small portion of the portfolio might might make sense. And to, for the base of the whole thing, look at the Vanguard Total Stock Index or the VT, the ETF version. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. All right, I'll admit it. I will I will come out and admit it. I yes. truly expected that given the fact that we are recording this the day before Easter, that we're doing the show live the this day before This is live Easter. right now. Okay, people are going to think this is recorded. Well, this is this for is the podcasters. For ah, the podcast got it. Okay. For, yep. the real, uh -huh. for the real audience, we're live. If it's Saturday at, uh, let's see, uh, about 3.30 Eastern time. Yeah. Anyway, I was going you to admit thought? something. I thought uh -huh. no one would call. Yeah, you thought they'd be busy at the egg roll or maybe their way to the tulips or something like that. But boy, were you wrong again. Are you just craving Chinese food? I keep hearing you mention egg I rolls. I think tonight, I think that should be on the... No, I'm talking about the egg roll down the hill. Come on, the egg roll. Oh, you know, the we, anyway, we have it's no, Easter tomorrow. We have the no hills roll. in Florida, so... That's well, true. Nothing yeah, No egg roll. That's a good point. 855-935-TALK is the number to which you Other have Other than your career calling. goes down yeah, that well. So yeah. It is time. I'm in my 60s now. Mm. I, I, you know, yeah. I, I've, I've passed my peak. Alan, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Bring us back. Uh, just a minute. I, I have to tell the people, leave, leave that egg. Leave that egg alone there. Just, just a second. Leave that egg <laughs> down. There it goes. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate Take it. Take yeah. your hands it. off the egg. Especially the chocolate <laughs> ones. The other ones, I don't, a hard-boiled egg, I don't care. But chocolate egg, yeah, all over that. How can we help you, sir? Long-time listener, uh, and so thank you for all, all of your guidance and, and your show. Um, what I have is, is a situation, and I, I need you to – I've only taken the first step, and so I'm, I'm holding off on anything further – I found out that my 87-year-old mother, her money was being invested uh, uh, under advice uh, from a financial institution, which I would give you the name of because I'm so angry with them, um, completely risky stock, completely risk stock at 87 years old. Um, mm. And so what I did was I was able to move that money over. And the first thing I did was I thought safety. So all I did was mm -hmm. I put that money into CDs. Pure, well, can, wait, step back, step back a minute. What was the stock they put the money in? Don't tell me the name of the firm yet, but what was multiples. the stock? Multiples. Oh, multiples. Oh, my God. The risky stock uh, spread was just incredible. And when I talked with the person and I said, hey, listen, now that I'm taking over for this, I don't know if that was on your side or mine. Keep going. Wow. I, I think it was ours. I think it's somebody at Cuomo was. did that. Yeah, they did that before. <laughs> 
Yeah. Go ahead, Alan. Alan, you're, you're all right. Much. <laughs> um, this individual, <laughs> as I told him, my risk uh, tolerance is is absolute safety for my mom, not this risky this in, um, investments you have. He then, now he's supposed to be working for me, right? He's supposed to be working for us. Yeah. He then started explaining to me how his 90-year-old mother is in all this risky stock, and so that was a much smarter move. And then I start telling him, no, you sell it now. Let's go liquidate. Um, he says he did it. He lied. A week and a half later, I find it still invested, and he tells me, oh, something must have happened on the Internet. I li- I'm telling you the truth. This is a real full story. Of oh, so, come on. He's so on the, full of it. What's the so firm? In. Oh, I will tell you, Merrill Lynch. Go ahead. It's, the, it's yeah, we welcome, welcome to America. Yeah, please. <laughs> I was so angry. Merrill Lynch, yeah. So, in, okay, so their money fine. right now is sitting in CDs, okay? So you know it's not making any money, but it is, is safe. And so yeah. I, I just um, – she, she has no uh, uh, prescription drug coverage. They were idiots, and they did not sign up for it when, when they turned 65, and so the penalty is too high. So all prescriptions oh are paid completely out of pocket. Oh, <gasps> is that the most horrible thing? That'll ever? kill you. So I know, right? Even the richest person. So, so I'm trying to protect funds, trying to be sure that I take care of her. Uh, so I know that there is a better way to invest this money than CDs, but that's the only place I stopped at was first protect. No, no, no. You, you sure just don't, you reacted. Is. You reacted and you reacted yeah, reasonably. Correctly. You went yeah. from craziness to sanity. Yeah. Now, let me Thank just, you. before you get to fixing grandma or your mom, mom, your mom, yeah. my grandmother. No. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm so young. Uh, before you get to fix he just took the egg from his own I mother. Know, I think that's horrible. Egg. I feel bad. That's as long horrible. as it wasn't the chocolate one, because Tom really yeah. wants that. What you really, really, really ought to consider doing is filing a complaint with FINRA, with the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. You can go to their website to FINRA. I think it's FINRA.gov or FINRA.org. Org. Fender.org. And file a complaint. And it would take you as much time as you just did around yeah. just describing the situation. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. But, I mean, that's a ridiculous. I know, yeah, Merrill Lynch has trouble paying their Internet yeah, bill. But so this guy, this, this, uh, this advisor, and I really do use that term loosely, needs to be put out of his client's misery. And then let's take a break because we have to because we want to, but we must. And then we'll come back and talk about what you might do going forward. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Wow. We are we are on the horns of a complex dilemma here on Talking Real Money. We've got Alan on the phone. Alan's mom was put into some crazy risky stuff over it at uh, Noble Merrill Lynch, which is part of Bank of America, Tom, one of your favorite companies. Yeah, I'm really loving Bank of America because they do a great <laughs> job of taking the money out of your account, putting it into escrow, and then not paying the property taxes. Now, before, Wonderful people over there. Alan, before we get to the money thing, you said something before the break that, that got me thinking. Uh, that, that your, your mom did not sign up for Medicare Part D, right? That's, that is correct. Yeah. The prescription coverage. Well, I'm at Medicare's site right now because I was trying to, I mean, trying to remember what the penalty was. And what, from every what month, I see, I'm sorry. it's, it's, we, yeah, every month it's, uh, uh, 1% of the, the national base, which is $33. 
multiply so, that from 65 to 87. It'll just make you cry. Really? So 22, 22 yeah. years. Yeah. Number full uncovered month. Months. So what? I mean, what do you estimate that to be? Oh, How yeah, much? you're right because it's for every bloody month. Every month. Yeah. I've so already tw- contacted twenty them, years right? times twelve was- months. It's hundreds. <laughs> Two hundred and forty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's the penalty. That is enough to make that's, you cry. That's what, horrible. What is your What yeah. is your mom's typical cost of living? Let's start with that. Oh, um, cost of living. Uh, uh, set, let's see. The spending, if you took a look at the entire budget, the spending is 9000 mm-hmm. a month. The cost, okay. cost of living that includes, is, uh, I'm sorry. But her total budget, she spends about $9,000 Everything. All in. Total budget, okay. yeah, yeah, everything. And her sources of income cover how much of that? Uh, 7300 So she has to make up a deficit of $1,700 a twenty grand a year. Yeah, two, yeah, two yeah, two grand every month is what I I pull. How much money yeah. is in the CDs? Uh, this is a nice one. So for at least I think it is being us poor people is uh, just about five hundred k. Okay, and how much are her other assets worth, from which she can derive? Uh, no it? other assets. No other assets. That's it. This is the whole thing. That's it. Yeah, to me, that's a lot. Five it, well, it is a lot, and no, it's, no, that's it's a money lot. to okay. take totally <laughs> seriously. Yeah. No, yeah. no. For me, that's a lot. We, Tom and I, have not we're not rich people. We're not Dave Ramsey. No, yeah. No, no we're just regular old working schlumps who, you know, finally in their old ages are making a decent living. But uh, okay, so wow. let's go back. Let's go back though. Let's so go that back. she now, needs so, a four percent return on that half a million. That's it. I just was right there. She yeah. needs a four percent withdrawal rate at eighty-seven. I mean, you could you could take more, obviously, because of her age. No offense. I mean. Mm-hmm. Let's give yeah. her 13 years just for the sake of argument. Say she gets to 100, which would be wonderful. Here's what I would do. I mean, again, I don't know. We may have a difference tolerance. on this one, Alan. We, we may because we talked about it uh, okay. off the air. I would just take it and, I, I, first of all, I'd probably take two years of the money she needs mm-hmm. and keep that in the bank et cetera, or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would okay, be two years. Okay, good. We're, we're together on that one. Thank you. There you go. And then I would take the rest and I would just put it in the Vanguard Balanced Index Fund which costs almost nothing. 60% of the money is exposed to globally oriented stock pool. The other 40s in bonds, you're hoping to make actually more than you're withdrawing with, yeah, there's some volatility probably in the worst of times. It probably loses 25% of its value, but that's okay. Remember, you already have the two years set aside to pay every bill for the next two years, and now you're getting some growth. So it's a balanced portfolio plus cash, Go ahead, Don. You can argue with me on this one. Yeah, I'd I'd modify it just a little because I still think that the balanced portfolio is a bit too aggressive, too volatile, maybe a little scary. You may look at it one day and see it's down. Last spring. Yeah, yeah. down 20%. You go, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. this was a huge mistake. The, the reason you want to reduce risk in a portfolio is not because we think that the entire stock market can ever go down and stay down. I don't believe it can. But it's because of human nature and the way we, re- we react to things. What I would probably do is consider something just slightly less aggressive, really well diversified, maybe better diversified. And that's the Vanguard Target 2015 or Target 2020 funds. So is that 50-50? No, the Target 2020 40? is about 55-35. 
Fifty-one okay. forty-five. Um, so, but yes. the twenty fifteen is going to be about uh, forty sixty. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, by the way, here's and it's yeah. fifty-five. It's fifty-five bonds, Tom, and forty-five oh, okay. stocks. Okay. Here's an idea. Then we can negotiate. No. You could put half in the twenty fifteen and half in the twenty twenty. You're making it too complicated. <laughs> I know. I'm just teasing you. So, but something moderate. It's diversified. It's not wacky. You're not trying to pick the next. I can't come up with anything other than GameStop or AMC or Nifty or whatever it is. And I don't know. Were were you paying Merrill on a on a on an annual basis or quarterly basis for their advice? I I I never got into seeing where they got their um, their payment from. Because my understanding my understanding is that the new Merrill Lynch is going all fee based. They're eliminating the commission incentive, but Merrill's fees, the last time I looked, and I haven't looked in a while, they're about 2% per year. Which is absolutely crazy, and it's absolutely crazy that a fiduciary could tell you oh. the internet was down, we didn't make a trade. i got to tell I, you. I, I, if this guy, that's a new one. I if, haven't heard that If this that guy one. is a, a registered investment advisor or an advisor representative, and if he's a CFP on top of that or something, you could get him kicked out of all kinds of stuff. He sounds terrible. But let me just, I wanted to contrast the fee structure. Whereas you probably paid a commission for those those securities and a fee to Merrill of about 2% per year, the Vanguard 2020 fund, the target date fund, has fees of 0.13% per year. Oh, wonderful. Okay, yeah, gotcha. You see can, the difference? Can I tell you something about Merrill real Right now? online. Yeah. We love uh, when a you good sign story. up for Merrill. What, what I saw on on the page was this is not FDIC insured, and the bank right. does not insure your money either. It says it right oh. there in bold print. So all that money was sitting well, no, there completely at risk. Of course, that's what is that's that every every stockbroker in America now has to say that, particularly if they do business or are associated with the bank, they have to say, not FDIC insured. Well, we, we, I got to tell you, if you called us in advance, we would have steered you way clear of that. And that's why we encourage people to please call us pre prior to doing something, please. Alan, thank you for your call. Good luck with the eggs. Don't elbow your mother out of the way at 87. I, so here's what we've heard this hour. It's fascinating. Remember, we had the advisor who came into the lunchroom to talk to teachers and sell them into annuities. We have this wonderful advisor who tells the client that the Internet is down and they can't trade out of the risky stocks. Oh, wait, you missed, the, you missed the best mother. part that he put it. They oh. put her in aggressive investments to begin yeah. with. That, I agree. That's oh. crazy. But that still doesn't match the advisor that we read about today that has 62 disclosures. Explain and what a disclosure of, is. You go ahead. It's a negative complaint against the advisor. Like this broker is going to have one. Alan files a complaint. He will have a disclosure on his, on his uh, broker check. This guy had been bounced out of five firms yeah. and is now, finally, after all this time, guess what he's going to do? He's going to go to federal prison because he was doing it's more than a disclosure. He was doing all kinds of bad things. But this is why it's important. Only have a 100 percent fiduciary. Yeah. Good luck. They lie. I, they lie about that. 100 percent all the time. I know, but they the still time. lie. This industry. So, you know, this is why we, Tom and I will never, ever, ever be out of work doing this show, because this industry is so ridiculous horribly deplorable in so many ways and i still believe it's the majority i believe it's the majority 855-935-TALK that's our number give us a call 24 7 call anytime
Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Scroll to the, the bottom of the page. Scroll I to love the, the side notes. Somebody oh, just texted it? me and said, you're, you're not worth as much as Dave Ramsey. Dave's only worth 200 million. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah, oh, we okay. have, we're we, working we on are it. dead beat. No, we're not working on it. We're not going to be anywhere near <laughs> oh, that. Come on. You got to oh, well, live for another okay. 40 or 50 years and, well, and, a shot at that. and like Dave, pitch anything for a buck. But you want honest, honest help from honest fiduciary help. advisor fiduciary. and situationary and tell you, here's the deal. Yeah, you go to vestry.com, as Don said, scroll to the bottom of the page. It says schedule a meeting. Schedule a meeting. You're going to get honest help. We'll really look at your situation. There's no obligation. There's no sales pitch. Ever. Don't believe me. We've done this for a lot of people that have said, hey, that's great. I really learned a little something. God bless. I don't need you. Or I could use further help. It's okay. Let me explain why this works, because when you help people for free, they refer people. Go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.